friend. Welcome back to the Unschool Files podcast. You are listening to episode 25. I'm your host, Megan. I'm a mama of three self-directed learners who are in their teen and tween stages and are all going various directions at the moment. And life seems to be spinning so fast uh, as we sort of move out of this pandemic and prepare for um, the coming seasons that I thought I'd share a bit of a vulnerable ramble um, that seemed to be a collection of thoughts that might possibly resonate with um, some of you. Any of you who have children who are um, exploring options for this coming fall and aren't quite sure what they want to do, and maybe you aren't quite sure how to deal with some of these requests. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of things I'm just thinking honestly at the moment, um, for my own personal life. So, um, I hope that you'll stick around and listen. I have been thinking about how to discuss unschooling as a method of learning that can transcend not being inside of a school building. Because I don't believe that um, the idea of being able to direct oneself is exclusive to not being in an institutional school. I don't know that it thrives there. I don't know that it is always possible there, depending on where you're from. But I do know that if unschooling has taught me anything, if the idea of letting my children be children for as long as they possibly can and letting them dabble in ideas, big and small, having conversations about what's happening in the world and in life that sometimes are so huge that maybe a school child um, might not be able to grasp it quite like they, they could. We may also skip over small, um, basic concepts that we may not use the same language for, therefore might appear um, to be a gap or sometimes could just be a gap entirely. Because let's face it, not every child um, is like listening intently when you're discussing, you know, how to divvy up their money or um, whatever, you know, some children just aren't interested. And I still always come back to People learn things when they need to learn, Um, when they need a skill to advance in whatever they're doing, they obtain that skill. Um, I feel like it's pretty rare to find anybody who just cannot seem to get any type of skills or um, understanding of things unless they are just completely and totally isolated and not not in community, which is a huge discussion right now. Um, The idea of community, being in community, the importance of community, the lack of community we've had because of the pandemic. Um, And I feel like I'm hearing a lot of folks talk about one or more of their children wanting to return or maybe even for the very first time attend school. I don't think that it is impossible for a family that has a self-directed 
um, ethos or this idea of partnership and, and like connection, parent-child connection and a trust-based relationship, I don't think it's impossible to extend that into an institution, but I do think it will be challenging. And I say will be challenging because one of my own is requesting to attend school. Middle school is a time that I remember feeling really confused. Um, I remember trying really hard. I remember fluctuating between this um, effortless way of being a child with other, you know, sixth and seventh graders, um, you know, like on the walk to school or um, after school when we had a bit of time. And then I remember all of us struggling to sort of form these more adult version of ourselves. Um, So it would be like this effortless uh, sort of childhood freedom because we were old enough to kind of be a little bit more trusted, but fluctuating from the effortlessness of that to the very complex difficulty of trying to create a persona, trying to find identity, trying to kind of see what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is into. And I think I remember it being the first time I, I noticed differences in maybe how me and peers were not dressed the same or um, maybe recognizing socioeconomic class uh, for the first time around that time. And it was just a complex time, a challenging time, but not at all um, something that I want to project on my child because any uncomfort Um, or discomfort that I had in my school experience is not destined to be my child's experience. However, my experience does inform me a bit in conjunction with a lot of other things, right? Like we are in community with families who have children in school. Um, We have been all our our children's lives. So they have never been only in homeschooling communities. But I think as communities are kind of struggling to get going and connect, and maybe even some have, have, um, just are no longer working for some children, they're looking for other ways. And I think it's really important to partner with your child a hundred percent of the time, even if it's something that you wouldn't choose, even if it's something that you know, um, Like maybe in the long run won't entirely be the greatest possible thing. Maybe it would be a waste of time, in your opinion. Maybe um, you are worried about shame, um, gaps that you're worried will find them in positions of, you know, public humiliation or shame or bullying or fitting in or any small possible little thing that you can pick out that you're worried they won't measure up for. Um, to be clear, this is a, this, this is me speaking about a child who's asking for this, not me pitching the idea, um, kind of annually as I do. Uh, does anybody want to go to school? And usually the answer is no. Um, and one year the answer was yes from the same child actually. Um, And I want to say this was probably about the time it would have been maybe second or third grade or so, maybe even fourth grade, um, that this child 
wanted to attend school. And what we did that time was say, okay, well, tell us why you want to attend school and, and what's up. And as we kind of unraveled what they were asking for, um, it seemed more that they just wanted more social interactions. Um, at the time, we were living in another country. And so I think some of the friendships that were being developed weren't necessarily working out and there was a lot of discomfort there. And I maybe even in hindsight should have listened and, and tried school then, but we worked our way, um, out of it, I think. And I, I think I could probably admit that now that I worked my way out of it by asking what are some other ways I can meet the needs that you have so that we don't have to use school. Um, and that could be a positive. I think it could also be a negative if I wasn't entirely listening. And it's been a while now, and I, I'm not entirely certain what I was thinking at the time. Um, and so it's really hard to it's really hard to judge that decision that I made with anything other than accepting that that's where we went with it. Um, and I do remember us being um, very compassionate to the needs and the wants um, of our child. And we ended up just not choosing school. But this time around, as we've been speaking about it, um, and the idea of schools come up, we've just talked more about if this is something that you would like to do, we are here to support you 100%. Um, we are going to be in your corner, we're going to be your advocate, and we're going to help you navigate what you need to know in order to move into this environment. Um, so what are some things that you might be thinking? And just giving them the space to speak about where they think they might have um, some things they want to work on, which now is the perfect time for because it's summertime and we have a little bit of time before the next academic school year starts and we could slip in. I also am thinking that as this pandemic is um, sort of bottoming out here in the United States and a lot of children have been away from school for a very significant period of time and there's probably um, gaps all over that have come up because of that, that it might be the perfect time um, to go ahead and, and take this leap since this is what they're asking for. So even though I was feeling a little uncomfortable at first, I stayed in my supportive role as a parent and um, I shared with them how important it was for me to partner with them. So we started discussing a little bit more details about, you know, things and resources that we could use. Um, and we're going to go from there. But I think the essential part that's really um, coming to me as we prepare for this possible venture, because they are thinking about it, um, and it's possible that minds will change, right? Um, so we don't know. But I'm thinking about Partnership in general is is far more productive um, in the world, in, in all kinds of relationships. And the place that I've moved to is a place that I plan to live for a very long period of time, hopefully, and build um, a life here that it, that is very much involved in the community. And what better way to immerse my child into the public school system which I have my transgressions with, then to partner 
with the campus. So it is my intention to contact the campus and to reach out to uh, the principal, the guidance counselor, um, and whomever else after I kind of do some thinking on this, because this is all fresh and I'm totally speaking off the cuff here, but um, I'm going to look into it and see who I need to get in contact with because I have the summer to kind of organize with my kiddo and see how we're going to um, prepare for middle school. But then also at the same time, how can I get to know these folks um, that are working within the public school system? And I want to go in there honestly. And I want to say, I have my own issues with um, the way school is run. And this is how I've been raising my child and my family. And I am 100% supportive of them becoming a part of this environment. And, you know, we we want to partner with you on the best ways to go about doing that and the most seamless way to go about doing that. Um, and if that is, you know, entrance um, testing that needs to be done or um, there's any opportunities on campus over the summer that could be helpful in conjunction with um, things that we may doing, or if it's just, hey, welcome, and um, we are glad to have you, and that be it, you know. Um, I think it's just really, really important to not just partner with my learner, my child, but also with whomever is going to be caring for my child. Um, so that is going to look very different for us and feels something. It feels something. I can't quite name it, I don't think, at the moment, but um, I just thought I would share that. And I thought um, if anybody else is feeling these types of feelings and has a kiddo that is wanting to go back to school and is really eager to go back to school, this may... Um, support you in partnering with them in whatever that looks like. And it doesn't always mean it's going to end up being going back to school because when a child's asking to go to school, I think they could be asking for a number of things. Um, but in my particular situation and in our life and the way I know my child, they're asking for a real shot at school. So I think it's really, really important to entertain that idea and really give them a good um, visual, like conceptual, <laughs> conceptualization of what that experience is like, what it expects, what um, rules we may have to follow from, you know, dress code and the way they want to dress or dye their hair to um, specific academic requirements. So as long as they're willing to push forward and charge ahead to do those things and put in the work to do those things, I am here to show up and support and be their cheerleader and get them where they need to go. So I encourage you to um, maybe invite some of that in if these conversations are happening in your house. And if you are, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to know um, how these conversations are going in your family and um, what kind of stuff may be coming up as school pops up as an option. So uh, thanks for listening to my, you know, 15 minute long ramble. Hey, thanks for making it all the way to the end of this. I truly appreciate you. And if any of this connected with you, if you're feeling anything similar, wondering anything similar, have anything you'd like to share, um, you can always find me over on Instagram. 
There's a square for every episode and you can make public comments there if you'd like others to join in the conversation. But you can always direct message me if you prefer. You can also find me on my website. It is open and live and welcoming visitors to come and see what I've built there. Um, It's just a space to kind of house all of the things that will come along with the podcast. So I'm continuing to add things, uh, resources from different guests that I've had on the show, but there is a contact form if you'd like to be invited onto the show. So you can find me over there at theunschoolfiles.com. Um, I believe that is really all I have other than just wanting to extend, um, my thoughts out to anyone who is feeling similar challenges or, um, has options coming up that feel kind of scary. Um, I think coming out of this pandemic, we're all, the, the rules for everything have entirely changed. And I think as long as we're staying connected with our kiddos and we're preserving, our connection with them and our relationship with them and we're partnering with them and listening to what their wants and needs are and you know really paying close attention I think that um, there are really no wrong choices to be made when those things are happening and like Nina said in an episode past um, if they're thriving overall um, you're doing okay so everything will be okay until next time friends stay kind to each other